Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910980 AM, or anywhere on the Odyssey app. You can also catch us anywhere you get your favorite podcast. Just search the Rob O'Donnell Show. 43 degrees and mostly cloudy outside at 411. Here on this Monday, February 12th, 2024, the eve of yet another snowmageddon. Did you out panic? Did you panic by? Did you get your eggs, bread, and uh, milk? Did you get your gas? What do you need? Uh, in all honesty, I got to stop on the way home and get gas for my snowblower because I happen to be bougie with my snowblower and I only run ethanol-free gas through my new snowblower because I want to take care of it. Don't want it gumming up in the off season. I don't use it most of the year. So I want it taken care of properly. So I use uh, non-ethanol gas. So I got I to gotta pick up more of that because I've ran through my supply so far, and we really, I mean, come on, we've lucked out this this winter so far. And, and our ski areas and snow slopes in the area that do depend on the tourism, do depend on the funding, do depend on uh, that for their infrastructure. You know, they've had it rough the past couple of years. So, you know, I'll deal with the bad with the good. And like I said, it probably won't stick around too long. But we made it through, what, is the second week of February? Almost Valentine's Day. That manufactured holiday it is. Um, we've made it pretty good so far this year, so I really can't complain. As much as I want to, I don't like dealing with snow, but it is what it is. Got some text messages in, uh, a few text messages saying, you know, whatever Fannie Willis does, it doesn't excuse what Trump did. Uh, why do you always say that uh, it has to do with Trump? Because it does have to do with Trump, um, quite honestly. Uh, her misdeeds will make it harder for any case against him. So even if the facts are there, even if that's there, you know, when you're going to take on an unprecedented case, when you're going to go after a former sitting president that is currently running for president or was expected to run for president again, you have to make sure all your ducks are lined up and everything's in a row. And, and they really don't think these through. I mean, these things need to be looked at with a microscope very critically because they have to realize all eyes are on them or they just believe that the, the eyes really aren't looking hard enough. So, so um, yeah, it causes a problem. Listen, if someone out there is 100% guilty, and in law enforcement, you come across this, and there's a procedural error. You did not read Miranda rights at the right time. Uh, you did not have the right warrant to find evidence. You know, it's called fruits of the poisonous tree. Anything that's found after that chain is excluded as evidence. It can't be used. Uh, the same applies here. And it doesn't make the person any less guilty or not. And yeah, it stinks if it happens. But don't you think they'd be dotting every I and crossing their T to make sure this went as by the book as it could? And anyone who's looking at this and saying, my God, I mean, really? I mean, she's, she hires somebody with zero experience in this type of prosecution, pays them an extraordinary amount of money more than anyone would realize that this would be worth, was dating the guy. Now, if that was known or not to anyone else, it was known to her, it was known to the guy she, she dated. He files for divorce the day he, after he gets the contract for this prosecution. They've had to hire expert outside expert witnesses 
experts in RICO cases because this attorney doesn't have the skill set to prosecute this case. And again, it doesn't make Trump any less wrong or more wrong. It doesn't even touch to the evidence of the Trump case. But if your goal is to hold him accountable, if your goal is just to get him, which a lot of people think this is, if your job is to find the evidence and the fact and get a, a pro, get a conviction based on that, these are not the ways to do things. So it's not it's not a I, I understand that unless unless people hate Trump to your level of hate, then you want to call him like a text message I just got. Admit you're a Trump apologist. Not at all. I could care less about Donald Trump, to be honest with you. And a matter of fact, I could probably weather another four years of uh, Joe Biden outside of uh, any kind of war issue better than most people. I'm pretty well insulated. But out of the two, I'm sorry, it's a no-brainer. In the primary, yes, I wish we could move on. And even if Trump gets elected... Which, which I believe me, I think is an uphill battle. A lot of people think it's a slam dunk because of Joe's. Believe me, Kamala Harris is Joe Biden's biggest security blanket that he has, because the only thing polling let worse than him is her, and that's why more Democrats aren't outright coming out and say we have to remove him. I mean, he lost the New York Times today, so so let's be honest here, and and I understand. The only thing you have because you're deteriorating president that's sitting in office right now is but Donald Trump. I understand that. And even if he gets in, which, like I said, I believe is an uphill battle, it's not a give me by far. I think it's simply going to be another four years of them trying to impeach him again on whatever they could find. It's going to be another four years of obstruction government. It's going to be another four years of barely getting anything done. Now, he'll be able to do things through executive order with the border, let's say. And if that's all he can do, okay. Yes, I want to see our country move forward. I want us to see I want to see us tackle Social Security. I want us to see us tackle Medicare. I want to see us actually reform our immigration law. That has nothing to do with border security. Now, if all he can come in and do, d- comes in and does, is secure the border through an executive order like he did during his first term, the lowest illegal immigration in our lifetime, I'm fine with that. But no doubt we are going to see Antifa, Black Lives Matter, rioting and burning cities throughout the nation again. We are going to see the anti-establishment do what, what exactly what they did during the first term that everybody wants to forget about and everybody just wants to point, but January 6th, after, you know, for years of barricading and setting federal courthouses on fire, setting police stations on fire where they had to be evacuated, destroying entire city blocks. You know, that stuff is okay, though. You want to forget that those things happened. And and I think we're no doubt going to face those again. If Donald Trump gets elected, that is the future of America for four years. Do we move forward? Do we tackle the tough things that need to be tackled? He'll have good policies. He'll have good. Will he say stupid things? Absolutely. That's what he does. But we have someone sitting in that office right now that is not making decisions one way or another for himself. Who is running the country right now? It's not him. On a outside note that has nothing to do with that, the Secretary of Defense was rushed to the hospital again and was admitted. 
uh, did get some procedure. He has some sort of bladder infection or something going on with his bladder where he was in pain again, was taken by his security detail to Walter Reed, was admitted to their critical care unit. Uh, there's different stories out uh, about how bad he is and how bad he's not. I'm not going to get into innuendo and rumor. I do get the Pentagon's press releases now sent directly to me. Basically, he's under doctor's care. And uh, just looking through some text messages here. Um He's obviously having complications from the procedure of having his prostate removed. Uh, some kind of infection. He had an infection the last time. This seems to be bladder-related. Uh, hopefully he makes a full recovery. He did hand his duties to the deputy secretary. They are being very forthcoming with his status now. Matter of fact, they're probably becoming too forthcoming with that. So it's just something to... Uh, to keep an update... Uh, on what's going on there. Uh, yeah, I, I I, get you just don't like Donald Trump. I get it. I get it. You're allowed to do that by all means. That's fine. The guy in the office right now doesn't know where he is. So, you know, yeah, we need to move forward. And I just explained to you that it will be an uphill battle for Donald Trump to get reelected again in 2024. And if that does happen, I would expect another four years of city blocks burning down you're going to have riots across america you're going to have the same thing that happened the first time he was the president obstruction government in 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 uh in washington where you're going to have no doubt attempts to impeach again and that tit for tat that's going on and we don't move forward as a country i get it it's just the way it's going to be it's uh 420 here at wiok time for traffic and weather and thank you, Rob. Looks like there's some heavy traffic on North River Street in Plains right when you're getting on the Cross Valley Expressway. That might hold you up just a little bit. Bumper to bumper on Blakely Street in Dunmore, North Kaiser Avenue in Scranton is reporting heavy traffic as well. But the good news, 81 is looking good so far from the New York border to Hazleton with no issues to report at the moment. 84, 380 and 476, the PA Turnpike, all good to go. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line, 570-883-7269. From the WILK Traffic Center, Nikki Stone, with this Penteladata Internet Traffic Update. You drinking in, this, in the <laughs> traffic control room? What's with the happy-go-lucky? Trying to find La La Land. Find La La Land. La-la you should read Land. some of these texts. That'll well, get... that's what brings me to La La Land. <laughs> That'll be funny. It brings me to La La Land. It does. It's, you it's, know? Yeah, because I, I, if I, I'm trying to put myself into the places where other people live. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I visited La 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 Land, maybe I'd, you know, maybe... There must be some good edibles out there, I'm thinking. There probably are. (laughs) We're missing out. Yeah. Or not. Thank you, Nikki. (laughs) Tonight, rain developing, mixing with uh, snow and changing to all snow. Around low 32, Tuesday, snow in the morning. Could be heavy at times, then tapering off by afternoon, high 42. Wednesday, breezy and colder, high 34. It's currently 43 degrees and mostly cloudy here at 422 at your official weather station. W-I-L-K. Let me uh, 
tell you a little bit about BudgetBlinds.com. Listen, you go to BudgetBlinds.com, you're going to get in touch with Tom or Rick. They are owners of your local Budget Blinds locations. They cover all of Northeast Pennsylvania. They have all your needs that you need there. The leader in custom window treatments, 90% more options than your big box stores. Blinds, shades, shutters, drapes. They have it all for you. They literally had to wheel their samples in on a cart because they could not carry between two of them in, and it's just overwhelming. Uh, But you'll end up with what you want and things you didn't even know were out there. Their proud offer the best warranty program in the industry, including their no-questions-asked guarantee, which means you're going to save money. No-questions-asked guarantee. Imagine that. You're also going to take the, get the benefit of their volume pricing. You're not only paying for your blinds that you're getting from them. You're getting the price of all the blinds they buy for all the customers. So it's going to save you money there. 30 years of style and expert service. Tom and Rick at BudgetBlinds.com. Free consultation, virtual, in-home, whatever works for you. Check them out, BudgetBlinds.com. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. Um, li- listen, I, I'm... I've been pretty upfront from the start where I wanted this election this year to go, who I was supporting in the primary. That's all I could do. And I understand. Uh, I mean, what, what would what would you like text? There's a group of texters that just I, I seriously psychiatric have issues with Donald Trump. Listen, it's very simple. You don't like him. Don't vote for him. It, you're not going to convince other people one way or another because of your belief in what you read out there. Um, You know, I understand you believe that Donald Trump tried to overthrow an election and said stupid things. Okay. Did he? Or did our system work exactly the way our system should work? Nothing was overturned. I, I mean, you truly mean to tell me the guy who has... The commander-in-chief of the largest army, oh, the, the, the most powerful, I shouldn't say largest because somebody will correct me, the most powerful army in the world, didn't use it to overthrow the government if that's what he wanted to do. Didn't use it to be a dictator if that's what he wanted to do. I, I understand you like the words, well, he said he wants to be a dictator. Come on, yeah. You know, when people say they want a flying pony, just, just the way. And like I said, I've been pretty upfront about where I wanted to go moving forward. It doesn't appear that that's even what I want is going on. But when it comes down to the choices that are out there, yeah, I'm sorry. I I can't continue with what's going there. And there's a reason Democrats can't either. Now, while you're so busy pointing fingers at Republicans and Trump supporters, which you have no stake in the game because you're obviously a Democrat, you obviously support Joe Biden and his policies, how come the Democrats are okay with a Joe Biden, someone who barely knows where he is half the time? How come they are okay with a vice president that is polling worse than him, so they'll keep someone who's mentally diminished in office because they don't want the second worst choice, the vice president, the current vice president. If you truly love the country like you say you do, why wouldn't you say, well, this administration, the vice president needs to institute or start the 25th Amendment, let's remove Joe Biden for being incompetent, and let's move on with Kamala Harris, and let's see if things will be better. Let's move forward there. 
I mean, these discussions are happening in Democrat circles. His action says he wants to be a dictator. What part can't you understand? Which part is going to allow him to be a dictator? Which part of that don't you understand? And, and okay, the same... <laughs> this is my arguments here. The same person that says, speaking about Donald Trump, his actions say he wants to be a dictator. What part of that can't you understand? The same texter is talking about Joe Biden. Who says he's diminished? He's extremely lucid for what I can see, what I hear and see. So the texter believes that Joe Biden is extremely lucid from what they can hear or see. Well, enough said, so why would I even take anything more? Thank you. Rob, let's use the Democrat logic against them. Obviously, if you're against the 25th Amendment being used, you're a racist and hate women. Could be. But listen, the text, the text are, truly believes that Joe Biden is extremely lucid for what they hear and see. Well, a uh, special prosecutor appointed by the Democrat-appointed attorney general seems to think differently, officially. Oh, so... We'll just agree not to agree. And you know what? Thank you. Thank you for being here, truly, because it's going to be hilarious as we move forward, one way or another, either way. And like I said, I'm pretty well insulated from whatever could happen, another term of Joe Biden, Donald Trump getting in. Uh, I'm pretty self-sufficient, pretty well insulated from anything, crazy turns in the stock market, crazy turns in inflation, crazy terms in, in the job market with uh, the economy and such like that. Uh, I grow a lot of my own food, both, both beef, pork, chicken, eggs, uh, vegetables, fruits. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm all for it. Let's see how it turns out. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. In this Monday, February 12th, 2024, it's the point of the show where we honor our heroes here at home who made the ultimate sacrifice. 79 police officers made the ultimate sacrifice on this day, two of them from here in Pennsylvania. I'm going to start off with Patrolman George A. Kelly, Pittsburgh Bureau of Police in Pennsylvania. In 1937, Patrolman George Kelly was crushed by a 40-ton truck while directing traffic at 40th Street. He was assisting the truck backing up when the truck hit a patch of ice and slid into him, causing fatal injuries. Chief of Police William J. Kurtzetter, Sunbury Police Department in Pennsylvania in 1913, uh, succumbed to a gunshot wound he sustained the previous day when he entered a home to take custody of a 21-year-old mental patient and take him to Harrisburg Hospital. The subject also shot and critically wounded his father. And those are our two here from Pennsylvania. You can call or text the show, 570-883-009. Let's go to the phone now. We have uh, John from Freeland on Biden. John. Hello, Rob. How are you doing today? Okay. Not bad for a Monday, huh? Right. <laughs> oh, God. Um, listen, I wanted to, you know, for all those Biden supporters out there, I want to toss something you know, into the ring here, and that is the, the investigator basically said that the reason he didn't recommend prosecuting was because he didn't think that a jury would uh, convict an elderly man with a bad memory. 
is that just another way of saying if this guy was 10 or 15 years younger, uh, we definitely would have recommended it because he committed felonies, and we would recommend that it go to trial? It did not say that those crimes were not committed, and a lot of these crimes, like even Joe Biden himself said they investigated back to the 70s, were committed while he was younger man. Yeah, but what, what, what I'm saying is that, look, at we're, we're, you know, people who are anti-Trumpers are basically out there saying, look, at this guy's dishonest. He took these files, you know, and he broke the law. Well, so did uh, Biden. The only difference is, is that his age is preventing him from being prosecuted. Well, in that fairness, they'll, they'll say that when given the opportunity to return those documents, Trump didn't, and he committed further crimes by trying to hide it, tell people to destroy evidence. But then, in turn, you could say, well, Donald Trump was the only president to have the documents. Does he have a right to retain the documents, which he obviously believes he does, and I think it's going to end up in a Supreme Court decision to see if he does or doesn't. Yeah, because we, we know that the, the, the uh, process of declassifying vis-a-vis -vis the president doing this, there's no, there's no guidance as far as how he does it. So, you know, Trump could definitely have just thought, look, it, I took possession of them. That means, I, in my mind, I've declassified them. So what's the problem here? And not only that, but, you know, the other people asking the archives asking them back. I mean, how much authority do they have over classified documents themselves? You know, they're not given, they're, they're, there's nothing that I know constitutionally the powers that they have. Yeah, there's no doubt that they, everyone involved here, and I'm talking Pence, Biden, and him, had classified documents that they shouldn't have had. Uh, but the president, the sitting president, or a former president is the only one who can. So we're going to have to leave it there. John, because I'm up against the traffic and weather. All right. You have a good one. Thank you. It's uh, 441 here at WILK. Time for traffic and weather. And thanks, Rob. This traffic update brought to you by Pentella Data Internet. There is a wreck 81 southbound just past the Waverly exit. That is backing things up a bit. From Clark Summit to Hazleton, things are looking pretty good on 81 both directions. We have no reports on 476, the PA Turnpike, 80, 84, or 380 of any incidents. Now you're going to run into some heavy traffic, Davis Street in Scranton, also on Jefferson Avenue in Scranton. That is bumper to bumper. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call RJM line 570-883-7269. From the WILK Traffic Center, Nikki Stone with this Penteladata Internet Traffic Up. Update. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, rain developing, mixing with and changing to all snow, low 32. Tuesday, snow in the morning could be heavy at times, then taping off by afternoon. What are we looking at? Anywhere from 2 to 80 inches. Uh, I think we're safe in that, that uh, demographic there. Uh, Tuesday is going to be high of 42. Wednesday, breezy and colder, high 34. It's currently 42 degrees outside. At 442 at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 42 degrees, mostly cloudy here at 445 on this Monday, February 12th, 2024. Listen, you can call or text at 570-883-0098. All, all this conversation's all because Fannie Willis is playing hide the kibasi with her prosecutor. Uh, and your answer is, but Trump. Again, I wasn't talking about Trump. I was talking about the prosecutor who should be, right, prosecutor, DA, working above bar, 
to uh, see that justice is done was not. And if that's the case, regardless of how guilty the suspect is or the person, in this case Donald Trump, there's consequences for that. And that's what a judge said today. A judge said that there will be a hearing, there must be a hearing, and that she can be removed as prosecutor. And does that go to somewhere else? It, may, it very well may, may be. But it still tainted and still taints the entire prosecution. And if you don't believe that's the case, then uh, I'm sorry for you. Sorry for that. Let's go to the phones now. We have uh, Joe from Berwick on the economy. Joe. Yes. Hello, Rob. Uh, hey, I, I wanted to say, you know, the, the economy is a house of cards. You know, you've heard me say that before. And they're very only, only the people actually who work for a living uh, realize that. Uh, for one, the the wealthy elites really don't care because they insulate themselves through their political donations, and their donations, by the way, go to uh, Democrats. Uh, that's that's how they get all this money to spend. So they, they insulate themselves against all of this, and, and the corporations especially. Now, when, when you actually talk to people, in particular small business people, you hear time and time again that nobody is looking to expand. They're just basically keeping their heads above water. They cannot expand because, number one, they can't find workers. And, and, and without that, guarantee of reliable workers they they can't you know they're not they don't make plans to expand because they 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 can't they just can't do it um on on top of that you know i'm reminded how when, when i was uh on hold with you i i, I passed this guy who owns an orchard you know and like in the 60s out there trimming his trees getting them ready for the upcoming season and we've got generations of uh, a whole generation of young people in this economy right now who they don't have to work they're on some form of welfare and they're getting uh their, their suboxone given to them and their welfare and and that's their entire life and those are the people who should be working expanding our economy and they're not so when when they crunch all these numbers uh and, and they don't account for government spending in this economy and government jobs. Uh, it, that's how they get away with, with all of this. But in the real world, it, it's, it's not expanding. And, and, and the future doesn't look too great because here they are uh, bringing millions of more people in who are just adding to the welfare rules. They're not even putting these people into the workforce. And it, it, at some point, everybody knows it's going to fall apart. You can't keep spending money and, and making plans on spending money and going into debt if there's not a, uh, a strong workforce that gives you the tax base you need to do this. And, and a great example of this is they always love to talk about uh, – you know these Nordic countries, and they say, "Oh, see, they're they're socialists." Well, okay, yeah, they they have a form of socialism, but if you actually look close at the numbers with those countries, they also take steps, uh, free market economy steps, to make sure that they have a strong 
uh, vibrant workforce and a strong, vibrant economy to support what they're doing. And, and they make adjustments on the fly. And they, they, they adjust that social they, – they don't do things to make sure that they just have a bunch of people on welfare on, on the dole like we do. They make sure that they have a strong, vibrant economy workforce in order to support those programs they do. So that's the difference with people like that. And uh, it, it just eventually is going to fold in on itself. And we, we see that in the, I, I guess they're called the, what, the, the blue states, the place where they have these uh, Democrats making policy and they call all the shots. You know, they, their economy is, is a, a joke. California's economy, which should be one of the best in the world, even though it's as large as, as it is, it's a joke because it really cannot sustain itself. And everybody knows it. Well, California is trying to pass a policy now. Uh, I was just talking to friends who who lived in California when I was on a Zoom meeting this morning. Uh, California is trying to pass a rule that based on your income, they're going to charge you $169 more on your electric bill, regardless of how you get your electric from. Like they tried to incentivize people getting solar and wind power and everything like that. And a lot of people did, and a lot of people invested tens of thousands of dollars to convert their homes to solar in California. Friends of mine did. And now they're saying that we want to charge you $169 more a month because low-income people aren't paying their bills, and we need to make up for the money that they're not paying. So we want to charge you, based on your income, if you make a certain median income in your house, we're going to charge you up to $169 more a month to pay for people lower income who are not paying their bills or unable to pay their bills. Well, and, and that's a good example because there again, you do something like that, and the low-income people are still not going to pay their bills, and then they're going to consume because they can get away with it. And you incentivize and, and they, it. You incentivize they, it. You incentivize it, and they're bleeding uh, working-class people because they, you know, they see the writing on the wall. That's why places like Arizona are, are unfortunately turning blue because uh, the, the working-class people are leaving places like California. They're just not smart enough to vote differently when they get to their new home. But the, but the point is, again, that that is going to work for a while. But like the, uh, Margaret Thatcher told us, uh, communism is is great until you run out of other people's money to spend, and that's where that's where these blue states are now, and that's where we're heading as a nation. It's it's you know it's rather absurd. But like you said, what where where are we at when it does? I. I don't know. I, I hope we don't see it in our lifetime, but unfortunately I have kids and you do too, and it's what I don't want to see happen to them. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch. Joe, I appreciate you checking in today. Yeah, have a great Monday. You, thank you. It's uh, 4.53 here at WILK. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 42 degrees. Listen, I, I like, I like uh, interacting with the text messages, but uh, some of you guys are making that real hard with the, the nonsense you send in. Uh, just incredible sometimes. Uh, you can call or text at 570-883-0098. And it's funny because the chronic texters that, that spew a lot of their nonsense are always too afraid to call because they don't want their neighbors to hear how dumb some of their takes it when they recognize their voice. So that's why I just get the text message. So I take it for what it is. I understand it. 
believe me, a ton of you guys, I appreciate the text message you send on both sides. I, I get it. But when you're just so far out there in your, uh... wow, sometimes. Well, let's go to the phones now. Again, I like taking your calls, too. We can have a conversation, even if we don't agree. But someone I often agree with, let's go to Ma- Angelo from Madisonville. How you doing, my friend? I haven't spoken to you in a while. Uh, what's up, buddy? I'm doing good. Speaking of far out, you, you, that's a heck of a segment for me to start talking, in it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, you know what? I I hate to change the subject, but... I got. I just want to tell you about uh, Jay Brown, number twenty-seven for San Francisco. That that man right there is such a great guy. He was a student. My daughter taught him at Lackawanna, and then from Lackawanna he went to Penn State. And uh, he did the. He had an interception last night, and then uh, he tackled the guy somewhere down by the thirteen-yard line. If he didn't tackle him, and the guy would have scored, but uh, he got injured. And I just wanted to shout out to him. I hope he's okay. I think he dislocated his uh, right shoulder. But what a n- nice kid. When he was when he was uh, going to school there, he gave my daughter a nickname, Mrs. C. And, uh, you know, she had an opportunity. There's another guy that plays for the, the Bears that, that she taught there. And this area here, there's some great, great athletes, and, and I know you know that. And uh, But I just wanted to tell you about him. You know, not only is he, he's a, a great football player, but he's a great man. You know what I mean? Like he's got the right attitude, you know, God, country, you know, uh, family. And uh, he, was, he was like an inspiration to some of the classmates that were there and the football team. And uh, – I, uh, just another quick thing. I, I just want to tell you, I'm glad I'm not a gambling man because I would have lost everything. Uh, you know, I picked the number 54. I thought that would be the total score because them guys could pass, you know. And then I and then I thought that I'll pick uh, San Francisco to win. And uh, I'm glad I didn't. Uh, I'm glad I'm not a gambler and didn't put any money on it. You know, Rob, it's just something else. But it was exciting. It was a good game, overtime game. And uh, it, it was something. I'm sitting there, and uh, I'm looking. I'm seeing this guy on defense, 27, 27. And then they had a close-up, and, and my daughter goes, oh, that, that's my student. And, and it was really exciting to know a few people on the team anyway. You know what I mean? And it makes you want to root harder, but. It, it, I, I didn't mean to change the subject, but I, I had to. I just want to wish him well. I hope he, you know, it's not a serious injury. And, uh, you know, God bless him and his family. Jake, was he out for the rest of the game, or we have any update on a shoulder injury there? Yeah, it was pretty, pretty much done after that. But, yeah, Jair Brown, that was their actually their first pick this year in the third round, talking about the 49ers, and definitely had a big play in that Super Bowl. And, you know, it was definitely cool to see. Yeah. All right, yeah, Angelo. Awesome. Thanks for bringing him up. We're up against the five o'clock hour here, but it's good hearing from you, my friend. I'm glad you enjoyed the game. Oh yeah. Okay, buddy. Thank you. Good show.